You know, I really, really didn't want to come here once again and shit on our dead product, but for fuck's sake, this show just keeps sucking and sucking and sucking a big fat, you know what, and this time, to be fair to this show, there were actually some incredibly good matches that we're gonna talk about later on, but there is no denying that Logic decided to go around the corner and committed suicide because there is no fucking way that this show is actually written by professionals who truly love wrestling, who truly love what they're doing. They are desperate to write any shit that they came up to just to be done with this fucking show and it's clear to see. For example, the beginning segment of the show was the same segment we got for months with Drew coming out, then Randy Orton interfering, and then Miss with John Morrison interfering them, thinking that they might cash in their briefcase. It's just awful. And that's a damn shame that I need to say that a lot of segments were absolute rubbish. They were awful because there were some incredible moments, some bright lights of the show, but with segments and matches like Asuka with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rhodes fighting and winning against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler and Lana, it just undermines everything because how can I focus on something positive when this shit happens? Obviously, after the match, Nia Jax broke the table with Lana and actually she kayfabe injured Mandy Rhodes and then after the match, Reckoning attacked Dana Brooke, ridding them both off of Survivor Series match and then allowing Adam Pearce to replace them with Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, absolutely undermining the weeks of somewhat of a build for Survivor Series. We all know how it's gonna end with Lana being sole survivor, but it doesn't mean you need to do some weird last minute swaps just to make this somewhat entertaining of a match because everybody knows how it's gonna end and everybody is saying the same shit. I am not invested whatsoever and it's not due to Dana Brooke or Mandy Rhodes being in this match even though I don't think that Dana Brooke or Mandy Rhodes are especially great performance inside the ring. I'm not hating them. I am absolutely fine with them being in this match because you didn't build anyone else, but you're doing this dumb shit. So of course, it undermines every bright light spot of the show because it's so illogical and it just pisses you off. And that's a damn shame because then we got ourselves one of the best tag team matches in main roster for God knows how long. The New Day versus The Hurt Business was fucking Great. I absolutely adored this match because we're not having enough good tag team matches on the main roster. NXT is a little bit different. They have enough good matches. They just don't have enough teams to make their division interesting or basically feel alive. And that's the problem with Raw and SmackDown. They have 
little to none teams, and they are putting them in the same rivalries, in the same matches, continue the cycle of just incredibly dumb or ineffective feuds with somewhat of a good matches from time to time that nobody really is interested in. But this was something fresh, something that we haven't seen, and it was fucking great. It was technical, it was physical, it was fast-paced, and it was captivating to watch from the beginning till the end. Something that I haven't said about Monday Night Raw for it seems like years at this point. And the New Day won. But it's not a bad thing because I actually want to see them fighting again. Not next week, not straight away. But give them a little more time and then you can actually give the titles to the Hurt Business. Because they showed that they are the great team and they can pull off an incredible match against already established and already everybody knows how great they are of a team, the New Day. And this rivalry can be as good as the New Day versus Usos. But please, just please don't fuck it all up. Don't do this every single week. Don't do some stupid... Stupid decisions like dodgy finishes when they are unnecessary or some dumb promo segments that will make absolutely zero sense. Because you have a golden card for tag team division. There is no other team on Monday Night Raw. So of course you're gonna book this match quite a few times. But if you're gonna do it correctly, there might be something in it. Something pure and something incredible. Just don't fuck it all up. But for every good segment, we're gonna get some Retribution. And Retribution fight it and actually won against Matthew Riddle, Braun Strowman, Keith Lee and Sheamus. Why? Because WWE writers are fucking illogical bastards. Why the fuck are you doing this? Can somebody explain this to me? Retribution been a dead act for so long. Nobody, and I mean nobody, gives a flying fuck about Retribution. Some people might say that, oh, they still can be a great team. No, they will not be a great faction because nobody gives a shit about them. And this win gives something to Retribution. I'm not going to lie. It somewhat establishes them because they haven't had a big victory at all. They had a victory last week from Mustafa Lee to Ricochet. But let's be honest, it's Ricochet. And it's a damn shame what they have done with Ricochet. Or when it comes to this with Mustafa Ali as well. But this match pissed me off so much. Because this is a Survivor Series team. That probably will win at Survivor Series. So you making me believe that they are having this dissension inside their team. And we will see it at Survivor Series, there is no doubt. But come on, it's just so illogical. Why? Just why they wouldn't want to cooperate and fight as a unit at Survivor Series and until then. I know that there is no fucking point of Survivor Series. There is no Royal Rumble sports. There is no championship matches being announced if you win as a team. So, of course, they don't give a flying fuck. But even in kayfabe, it makes absolutely no sense, but for the love of God, just 
fight as a team for one week, win against SmackDown, something that you always fucking do, and then fight against each other when there is no pressure on you from the higher-ups of Monday Night Raw or USA Network, or on the other side from SmackDown or Fox. Just do it. But no, we need to bring this dissension angle every fucking week on every single segment. And that's why Re uh, Retribution have won, because Braun Strowman turned on his partners, trying to face off with Sheamus, then with Riddle, and after a quick roll-up, Mustafa Ali pinned Matt Riddle, putting every single thing, good thing, you try to tell about this Survivor Series build to fucking trash. Apart from Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, that happened last week on fucking SmackDown, there are no good builds, in my opinion, for Survivor Series, and that's a damn fucking shame. Because I know some people actually finding this build from Monday Night Raw man's side of Survivor Series somewhat entertaining. And I can understand why. AJ Styles trying to be a fool, running around, being on commentary this week, being over the top emotional. And I understand, it might be a little bit fun. I may chuckle last week a couple of bits here and there. I chuckled this week, maybe once. But overall... It just undermines everything. You are doing the same angle as you're doing on Monday Night Raw men's side. Uh, things you're doing the same shit on SmackDown with their men's side and women's side. Actually, no, you're doing absolutely nothing with their women's side. But you're doing the same shit with their women's side on Monday Night Raw. So I'm having the same build, in quotations, on both brands with nearly every single team. Why the fuck would I, would I be interested in this? And you have the great, one of the best uh, squats for man's side of point, you know, for man's side on Monday Night Raw. It's great. Riddle, Strowman, Lee, Sheamus. It's so fucking easy to make them explode after Survivor Series and have tension between them during the build to, to survive a series without actually just making it, hey, screw you, and pushing each other, and punching each other. There is no need to make it so subtle. There are actually better ways to do it, to make it logical, and then when they're going to explode at survive a, survive a series or after, it will make sense, and it will be actually captivating to watch after because you're gonna see matches that you haven't seen previously but now you basically given it all away with build to survive a series it's just it's just absurd it's just so stupid but not as stupid as behind the scenes segment with elias and jeff hardy where jeff hardy once again confronting elias saying hey why the fuck did you do those posters that are saying wanted and show the picture of me? And playing off the same fucking angle of hit and run of Jeff Hardy being kayfabe drunk. It's just so stupid. I don't know what to say about this segment. Stupid is not enough word to describe this. It's fucking absurd how WWE actually think we're that dumb. It makes Elias look dumb. It makes Jeff Hardy... Look better? No, it doesn't. You tried to frame him for what he didn't do, even a kayfabe, 
and you still can find a way to explain this to Elias. If he has some other plans to do this to Jeff, explain this. Try and to make us believe that he has something on Jeff apart from this hit and run angle. But no, they're just playing off from this hit and run angle for months. It's just infuriating. And oh my god, I don't want to get so pissed off. Every fucking time I see Jeff Hardy, one of my childhood heroes on TV. I would fucking love this rivalry to end. But no, it won't end. It won't end. Because they're gonna do some weird stipulation match with guitar being on top of the ring. And they need to pick a letter, get the fucking guitar, and then break the guitar on someone's head. That will be a fucking match, won't it? I completely can see this. It's illogical, it's stupid, just like this rivalry. It makes total fucking sense to put it over there at TLC and hopefully end the feud there. But I wouldn't be surprised if this feud will go until the fucking WrestleMania. You know what, fuck it. I don't want to talk about those bad segments anymore because next, I had actually a pretty good segment between Miss and Bray Wyatt when Miss said they had some rough relationship in the past, but now it's the future and now they didn't need to fight against each other, they need to unite to face their bigger threat in Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. But Alexa Bliss denies their invitation, and then Nikki Cross appears trying to bring some sensitivity into Alexa Bliss, but Alexa Bliss attacks her. It was actually pretty good, because you tie in multiple storylines into one segment, and you're doing it relatively well. I'm not talking about men's side, because you totally dropped the ball with all the threats being around Randy Orton and just focused on Drew McIntyre, but at least... We have something with the women's division tied in because Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross is an interesting match because of their history. Everybody expected they will explode a long time ago, but now they have a logical reason to do this. And they have a logical reason to do a match between Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss where Nikki Cross will try and, and, and will try to bring the sensitivity into Alexa Bliss' head, but also will be forced to fight against her friend. But this whole segment lead into Brave Eyed facing against the Miss, and it wasn't the fiend, it was Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt. And it was weird because I don't want to see Mr. Money in the Bank being beat up by everyone every single week because it completely undermines the fact that he is a capable threat overall and I know they've been doing this for years with money in the bank holders the old cheeky heels that are afraid to go on a one-on-one -on -one match but they have an advantage so why won't you push them hard why won't you push them as legitimate stars with a possibility of them being untouchable with a briefcase but no instead of that we had a match between Bray Wyatt and Miss where Bray Wyatt won did it make Luke Bray Wyatt better? Well, yes, he never won as Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt, but it made Luke, but it made Miz look like absolute fucking shit, losing to every single one of their opponents, you know? He is so fucking shit that nobody buys in the fact that he might become the next WWE Champion. 
And I don't understand why the fuck would you give him the briefcase? I didn't understand why the fuck Otis won the briefcase when you had AJ Styles in this match. But you know what? I said, let it roll out. Let's see what they're going to be able to do. They did absolutely fucking nothing. And I'm so afraid they're going to do absolutely fucking nothing with the briefcase. Because Miss should not be the champion with the way of how he's treated. And... John Morrison should become the next Mr. Money in the Bank, winning it from Miss and becoming the WWE Champion. He would be incredible, but WWE don't see shit in John Morrison. They see a flippy guy in him, and that's the way he will be treated until the end of his career. There is no doubt. And that's, of course, a damn shame. I wonder how many times they said the sentence. Ah, whatever, I already lost the fucking count. But... There is actually something good towards the end. In a way, we have our main event. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE World Title. And after a quick match, Randy Orton decides to go away. But then, Adam Pearce from out of nowhere says, Nah, 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 fuck this. It's gonna be a no disqualification match. And after this, this match was actually pretty good. With the table spots, with the turnbuckle spots, but overall, even though it was a pretty good match, I just wondered, why the fuck are we doing this again? Like, we already seen this in Hell in a Cell, the place where the feuds end. But not this time, or not any time, you know. For the last five years, I don't remember a single feud that would be over after a Hell in a Cell match. And for fuck's sake, it completely undermines Hell in a Cell. It just makes absolutely zero sense. And even though it was a really good match, making Drew McIntyre victorious is a questionable decision in my opinion. Because, yeah, I think Drew McIntyre was billed as a champion very well. He had a good reign. Some might argue one of the best in a long time, I would say, before Randy Orton rivalry. Maybe yes, after it, not really. But overall, giving the title to Drew McIntyre in this circumstance, just for a cheap pop, and just for the fact that you can do Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, makes you think, why the fuck you gave the title to Randy Orton in the first place, where you could have perfectly booked this with their rivalry ending a hell in a cell, even though we didn't need to go to Hell in a Cell, but fuck it. And then, making him face against Roman Reigns in Survivor Series by building him up for a couple of weeks. No, like this, oh, at Friday I confronted Roman Reigns, and, and now I'm gonna be the champion, because we need to book this match at Survivor Series, and Survivor Series happening this Sunday. So of course we're gonna put the title on him. I don't know, I really think that Drew McIntyre can lose this title next Raw after he's gonna lose to Roman Reigns because he's gonna have no momentum. I really can see this. Or I can totally see him losing the title at TLC. I really am not sure if he's gonna be able to retain his title until WrestleMania, for example. I'm really concerned that this is going to be a short reign Zero substance, and then, for example, Randy Orton will win the title back, and we're gonna have Edge versus Randy Orton for the title. 
the match that I think most of us wants to see because we want to see not this fucking match for the third time, but Edge win the WWE title and have his last actual big reign fighting against AJ Styles and some other big names. But you never know with WWE. It was their plan all along to do this match, but now it might be scrapped if we might see Edge versus The Fiend in an absolutely from out of nowhere type of match because it makes absolutely zero sense with The Fiend character, but also makes absolutely zero sense from Edge's point of view from now on. You know, for now, we don't know how it's gonna unfold, but for now, there's absolutely no sense in making this match. Overall, I really 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 wanted to enjoy the show because they had two great matches you know with 1000's rematch of Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton but most importantly with her business versus the New Day but overall it was a barely average show there were some good moments but there was a lot of shitty illogical nonsense that totally totally ruins the show and I think they're going to have a better viewership than they did in the last two weeks. But it's only due to this cheap pop of Drew McIntyre winning the title. And uh, I'm pretty sure I said everything I possibly could. That was my opinion on the show. Thank you for listening. You always are appreciated. And hear you soon.